What is the mental health toll of raising interest rates? Reporting from Suicide Prevention Australia suggests a concerning climb in the number of Australians experiencing cost of living distress. The report sent to RBA Governor Philip Lowe last week has prompted what will be the first meeting between the Central Bank and the Mental Health Advocacy Organisation. Treasurer Jim Chalmers told us earlier the government gets the implications of the cost of living crunch. When people are under extreme financial pressure, uh, that has implications for their well-being more broadly. I mean, I think that is understood and I'm sure that the uh, Governor in accepting that meeting understands that too. That's the Treasurer Jim Chalmers and that interview is on the ABC Listen app. Nevis Murray is the CEO of Suicide Prevention Australia and is our guest this morning. Nevis, welcome. Good morning, Patricia. Why did you decide to reach out to the Reserve Bank? Look, we are seeing through our um, quarterly polling uh, a, a, a very concerning increase in the number of people expressing distress as a result of cost of living pressures and personal debt. Um, in the last quarter, we saw an increase of 5% to 46% of people polled, um, telling us that they were feeling increased levels of distress as a result of financial pressures. We have been speaking with the banks as well in relation to this matter and have assured ourselves that the banks have put measures in place uh, to ensure that they have safety nets for people who are uh, vulnerable to uh, these pressures. And we felt that it was important to have this same conversation with the Governor of the Reserve Bank of Australia. I suppose it's, um, you know, we, the, the independence of a central bank is, is highly important. Uh, but to have the conversation with the Governor in relation to the um, human impact of monetary policy, we felt was important. Um, we know that Australians are a resilient community and we've, we've seen, you know, many natural disasters and uh, obviously have uh, ridden the, um, the very tra traumatic time of the pandemic. Um, and so we want to speak to, the, uh, to Dr Lowe about the fact that what Australians need is education. They need to see the light at the end of the tunnel. They need to um, know what's coming uh, so that they can prepare for that uh, rather than, uh, you know, feeling almost at, uh, at held to ransom about what's happening next in relation to um, cost of living and uh, their personal debt. So what could the RBA change other than just raising interest rates full stop? But if they need to do that, they say, because it's what they have available to them to try and slow the economy and deal with inflation. If they, if, if you accept that they need to do it, what do they need to change about their messaging to help with mental health? Look, uh, we, we don't presume to be economists and we're certainly not, not going to be speaking to Dr Lowe about um, economic policy. Um, yeah, that's what I'm interested in, how they could possibly yeah. message in any different way that would, would help anyone's mental health. Isn't it just that people have less money in their bank accounts and they're under stress. How can you possibly relieve that unless you actually deal with the fundamentals? Well, that's right. But also, I think educating people about what it means, why things need to happen the way that they are, uh, providing people some clarity as to the rationale as, uh, in, in relation to why things are happening and when they will change uh, so that people can plan and be prepared for the changes. I think that's a critical aspect that the Reserve Bank can do uh, 
um, a little a little better um, in relation to keeping people informed and uh, aware of what's coming uh, down 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 the channels at them. When will the meeting actually happen? Do you, do we know? Uh, yes, that's right. So the meeting has been locked in for early May. Um, and uh, look, we look forward to being able to have this discussion um, with Dr Lowe. Uh, we, we've been, I have to say, very heartened by the response we've had from uh, the banks and also from Dr Lowe in relation to our reaching out. Um, there has been a strong appetite to have these conversations with us and to learn what uh, can happen so that we can support the community. And I think the important message here is that I think the key decision makers are aware of uh, the distress people are feeling and are taking that into account as they're making decisions. And they're also putting mechanisms in place. They are certainly alive to the issues that our community is feeling. Um, and the strong message is for people to reach out early for help if they need it um, or if they're feeling distressed. You've reported a 5% jump in people experiencing these high levels of cost of living distress since the December quarter. That was before this latest hike and another one is expected. Uh, they may have been more subtle in their language, but I don't think there's any doubt that they're still, they talk about uh, needing to take action still. How many Australians will be under strain when the cycle is over? We expect that it'll be more than half of the Australian population will be feeling um, distress as a result of financial pressures. Um, and we also know that it's, you know, two to three years after a major event like a pandemic or a natural disaster that we see increasing rates of suicide. We're already starting to see that trend emerge out of Victoria and New South Wales. Um, so now's the time to act. Well, we can't wait any longer. We've been calling on the government to ensure that crisis lines, as an example, you know, at that uh, very vulnerable stage when people are reaching out for help uh, when they are in suicidal crisis, they are appropriately funded, uh, that they have the right uh, workforce and resources to be able to respond to people at those levels of high high stress. Um, we've also called on the government to introduce a Suicide Prevention Act. Uh, if we, if we uh, reflect back on um, the findings of the Royal Commission and the unintended consequences, human consequences of the introduction of that policy, we know that um, suicide risk is more than just about a person's mental health. We've been calling on the government to introduce a Suicide Prevention Act that will secure any policy introduction and look at it through the lens of the human impact so that we don't have another situation like robo-debt uh, with any policy um, introductions in the future. That level of safety for our community is critical for the future. You mentioned your conversations with banks, for instance. Do you feel like those big institutions are now equipped enough to deal with these rise in, in mental health concerns from people? Patricia, we were really reassured by conversations with CEOs of the majors as well as the Australian Banking Association in relation to the mechanisms that they're putting in place to support people. If the pandemic taught us anything, I think it's that uh, to look at uh, what we're doing through that human lens. And um, we were very reassured by the mechanisms and the training that staff are being provided in the banking uh, sector to ensure that people who are looking like they're moving towards a stage of vulnerability, um, you know, have have the support mechanisms available to them. Um, so, so, again, I think it's a case of being proactive as members of the community and if you are feeling distressed, there are ways the bank can help you um, to reach out to the bank and, and uh, lean in on, on those 
um, services and mechanisms that, that have been put in place. The Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, told me earlier the government understands the mental health toll of rising interest rates. Have you spoken with the government and would you like to? Um, yes, interestingly, we have spoken to um, a number of uh, members of parliament at the federal level. Uh, we've certainly had very strong um, conversations and ongoing conversations with the Assistant Minister for Mental Health um, and Suicide Prevention. But as I said earlier, um, suicide prevention is more than just about mental health. Uh, it's things like financial distress. It's things like relationship breakdown. It's things like social isolation. It's more than just about a mental health system. Um, yesterday we were actually able to secure a meeting um, with Minister Butler. Uh, so that's that's heartening as well. So um, we're hoping to meet with uh, with him um, in the next uh, in the next few weeks in relation to this matter. Uh, but it, as I say, it, it's more than just a, a mental health portfolio issue. This this cuts across every portfolio of government. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Thank you, Patricia. Nevis Murray is the CEO of Suicide Prevention Australia. Now, we've been talking about some pretty difficult issues this morning. If you or someone you know is experiencing distress, as all of the evidence is showing us is happening, and I'm seeing it on the text line too, people are concerned about um, the state of things at the moment, you can contact Beyond Blue on 1300 224636. That's 1300 224636. There's Lifeline 2 on 13 11 14. And as Nevis mentioned, if it's actually about distress in terms of repayments and dealing with how to actually afford living day to day, the banks are meant to have systems to help you deal with that. So you get in contact with your bank and tell them that you're not coping. ABCRN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.